0: FM to get started.
1: I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV Talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Legends of Tomorrow After Show, breaking down every episode of Legends of Tomorrow, airing Tuesday nights on the CW. I'm Frank Moran.
0: I'm Dave Child. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us.
1: You just poured it in to the, uh, bar- uh, the Time Bureau safe house. Nicely done.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here in the old pub uh, waiting for the, uh, the apocalypse to be over. So I figured it would be a good place to wait.
1: <laughs> uh, folks, as always, like us on Facebook. ITunes, subscribe to the youtube channel and dave child was adamant that the chat be up and running for you so you can all chime in and share your thoughts about this episode and just praise dave and tell my awesome
0: yes i am here on the chat i think we had a mistake about like when we were going to be here but if you want to join us i'm here on the chat and i'm ready to talk to you i want to hear you. That. yes i want to know you <laughs> i want I you to hear know.
1: what's inside your head Getting to know all. Give it to about you. All right, so folks, we'll be breaking down all the nitty gritty stuff that you want to know about the latest episode. I am Legends, but before we get into all that detail, Dave, what did you think overall?
0: Uh, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was okay. I, I don't know. There's stuff that I liked about this episode, and there's stuff that I, I didn't. I felt like they it what what could have been a very important episode and kind of a, a strange monumental one turned out to be kind of like i don't know it it turned out to be kind of a uh treading water episode even though it ends in such like a big deal the ending is big but the getting there was kind of like it felt like they could have they could have done more i felt but it was you know it was fine it just wasn't one of my favorite ones what do you think yeah. I
1: mean it is interesting cuz there's two more episodes left. So you would think the way this ends the next one would be oh well this is going to be the season finale you left it at a really high stakes as part one of a two-parter but no we still have one more episode in between that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So well it, yeah. It made me really look forward to next week's episode. I've been looking forward to next week's episode just from the title alone. Yes. But like but this one I think they had a goal to what, what's going to happen. I think they wanted to, this kind of felt like their halloween episode. Every now and then they have like a halloween tribute to horror movies <laughs> episode. And it felt like it was this one, but it didn't quite hit the mark for me. Like sometimes these horror movie ones do. They don't quite hit the mark sometimes.
1: Well, that's interesting because we've already had one kind of horror film one. That was earlier in the year with Rory's High School Reunion. Right, right, right. Uh, which I thought you felt was more more successful of the two type of kind of horror-esque kind of films.
0: Yeah, films. that one was better. That one was better because I think they, uh, but they they had like a parody aspect to it, but I wanted them to go further into the parody. I kind of wanted them to go like all out parody. This one had a very similar vibe in the way that it was, it had at least very two very strong references in it. And I don't know if, like, I would love to know if people, what people thought of the references tell me, but I think the two references I'll say right now, so people aren't screaming them at the, the chat, because I know they will be. But the one biggest one was Shaun of the Dead, where they end up racing to a pub in the middle of an apocalypse, and the ending beat is in the pub itself. So that's very Shaun of the Dead. It's in the middle of London that's very obvious another one reference that they had that i appreciated was they had a george romero zombie they had a zombie that looked like george romero (laughs) in in the actual scene which yeah which was nice because i maybe have met george romero in college but he's he's passed away a couple of years ago but he had a very distinctive look which was giant glasses and a fisher, like a fisherman's vest, and like a ponytail, and that you they run into when he's uh, when uh, Constantine is with Zari in his arms, he goes past a George Romero zombie, which I thought was kind of a nice little, like, nod to him, which was cool.
1: Oh Well, I would want to know more about that, but I'm I, massaging my hurt toes from that drop name, uh, so...
0: <laughs> he came by my college and I was in a I was in like a horror movie group and so yeah of course we met him. It was great. Did,
1: uh, did he did he chat with you guys? Did he give you like an inspirational speech or he's like,
0: I gotta go, leave me alone. Yeah, he chatted with us for a while. He hung out. He's very he was very tall. He's a very tall man. <laughs> he's like six foot, seven foot tall. It's really it was crazy. I mean he's uh, he passed away a couple of years ago. So it wasn't actually George Romero in this in this episode, but it was kind of a nod to
1: him. Well, what so, if he's one of the undead now?
0: That's true. He he I mean that would be in brand with him. That he's works. if people don't know George Romero, as I'm assuming they do, but some people might not. He he invented zombies. <laughs> he uh he made Night of the Living Dead and Day of the Dead and Dawn of the Dead and a bunch of of the dead movies. And he's basically what you think of when you think of a zombie movie is because of him. So it's kind of cool. That,
1: that was Dave Child's little knowledge nugget. Excellent. Ding. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> uh, so uh, this episode it starts off with picking up pretty much after we left last episode, where everybody except Zari drinks from the, the Chalice of Dionysus, and they're granted 24 hours of immortality, become a god. Do you
0: remember, do you remember why Zari didn't drink from the Chalice? I'm assuming it's religious reasons. Oh, that's right. That's right. We talked about that last time. It's because it was alcohol and she's Muslim. So that's why she didn't drink from it. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh,
1: So they got to go, well, let's get on the wave rider. But as we saw, one of the uh, Fate sisters showed up with uh, Inferno Astra at the end Mm. of last episode said, hey, you owe me. So get me on that shit. Give me those rings. So they steal the wave rider. Yeah. It's. Uh, left to the legends to get to a, a safe house over in London, that was uh, an old time bureau safe house, so they can get one of the couriers, so they can get onto the ship, get the fate, uh, stop the fates, and get the rings. That's right. basically what we got this episode. So uh, I guess we'll, we'll go with the, uh, the 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 Waverider storyline first. You know, again, you know, I feel I feel disappointed by the fates as a villain for the season. Mm-hmm. We really haven't spent much time with them at all, and. I mean maybe we the the one that was in hell with Astra seems a little bit more I don't know like human as a character. I mean the Atropos the the killer is just she's a so terminator.
0: Yeah, yeah, she's basically a terminator robot who can create zombies a bunch. I guess that's her thing that she likes to do. So yeah, she's I I, I think they could have done a bit more with the characters but you know
1: yeah. It's a shame because, I mean, I think the weakest villains we've had since Vandal Savage. And, I mean, it's not helping me get to know Charlie. As we've said many, many, many times, I still feel like I mean, maybe now, uh, by the end of this episode, we're just left with the two Fate sisters and Charlie. So I guess we right. have really no choice but to hopefully get to know more about them. But uh, so far, I mean, you're asking to go through, you know, other than like two episodes, this entire rest of the season being invested in the storyline and I care nothing about any of these main players.
0: Well I we'll talk about this in predictions, but I feel like next episode isn't going to be as Charlie heavy as as you think. No, I, I saw think...
1: the preview and I saw yeah. And that which is gonna frustrate me to no end then. It's like great. We we know nothing because there's gonna be, I think, so much work to get done in the season finale, you can pretty much forget about getting to know anybody at that point.
0: Right. I think if they to be honest, I think if we were going to get to know if they were going to fix the Charlie problem and if they were going to fix the Fate sisters problem, they would have done it by now. I think they're kind of just on the road to the end as yeah, it is. Sure. So I yeah, I, I think that ship has sailed as far as like the involving these characters and, and having these characters be like a more in-depth thing. I was hoping for it. I was waiting for it, but I, I don't think it's going to happen.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, also on the Wave Rider is Gary. He went there because his his poor rabbit was having uh, gas issues.
0: Yeah,
1: the IBS and your rabbit, you
0: know how that is Dave. IBS and the gas issues. I love the gas issues from McRory. <laughs> that was nice. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, the rabbit, the, the man. This Gary storyline is crazy. It was it was an odd one. This one around uh the stuff i liked about it, i like gary i like gary as a character i feel like he's developed from just like i felt like he was like a simpsons character who was someone in the background who would come in and say a joke and then leave fall on his face and then leave and he's developed into kind of a person it's that's kind of impressive and i like how he he showed off that he has some magic powers in this episode like he's figured out some magic stuff from constantine um
1: what do you think if you were hanging around for Constantine for I'm going to say pretty much a year? Yeah. You've been stuttering under Constantine's tutelage. Do you think he'd be able to do more than just obfuscate some uh,
0: something in your hand? Oh, I bet he can, but I think that's the only thing he thought of to do. Like he, you know, it was a good trick for what what was called for. He wasn't; they didn't spend enough time with him to show off any magic abilities. It would have been great if it was like a Home Alone scenario where he just magicked up the Gideon uh, the wave rider and like tried to get them off. That would have been maybe a better storyline, but they didn't want to like, you know, address that much to that, that storyline. I, I definitely I think it was more about the human. I, I think it was more about the human Gideon. I think that's what they were really pumped about is bringing that actress into this one episode of this season.
1: There you go. I'm going to see her uh, bunny hopping abilities.
0: Yeah, that was nice. Uh,
1: So, uh, we do find out Gary is able, with Gideon's help, to uh, Mm -hmm. steal the rings. And uh, when he's caught, realizes, oh, wait, it's not really Gideon. Uh, It is the rabbit. I was having uh, uh, a a memory, I just uh, uh, imagined. Gary basically
0: went insane.
1: (laughs) That was. (laughs) He got shocked and then he went insane. I was trying
0: to figure out what what was going to be the thing that like brought this all together. I was like, how did Gideon get into the bunny? Why does he see the bunny as Gideon? And then it turned out to be insanity. That was the only that was the only reason. It's cause he get like he does get uh, electrocuted and he falls down. I guess that electrocution was what did it. I was kinda hoping for like a chip in the head from Gideon or something. Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: Uh, so once he realizes, oh, wait, Gideon's not really here. It's just me. Uh, he doesn't give up the rings. He's he's still going to protect them to keep the legend safe. So it's left to Astra to torture Gary. And one of the fates already showed Astro Astra that, hey, you know what? If you bring your mom back, what you're going to do is you're going to say goodbye to her then because she's going to die. So that, is that, do you really want to do that? And right. At least Gary explains like, hey, more than just her actual death, you're going to have all these other memories between now and then as well. So shouldn't that count for something?
0: Yeah, I also think, I also like the idea that they're bringing up how much this is going to change her life. Because the one thing we were talking about in another episode is we didn't know whether bringing the mom back would be like, boop, you were still in hell, but now your mom's here. And now we're starting from here with your mom or this would totally reset her life and she never went to hell. And it seems heavily like, implied that we're resetting her life entirely. So she'll, she'll be a completely different person because she never went to hell. So, you know, that's something that she has to consider, like, I am going to be a different person because of this. So it's, who knows what's going to be, how I'm going to change. And I
1: feel like, interesting, if it gets to that point where they do try to bring Astor's mom back, do they do it in 2020? Or, because they have the Wave Rider, do they go back to that time when her mom was killed uh, and do it then so i think they
0: use i think they use the loom because they don't i think the logic of the loom of this season is if and why it's different from just going back in time and changing something by like going back in time and stopping constantine from doing this or something is that would cause a paradox and that would cause a bunch of messy time stuff But with Loom, they can kind of change reality to how they want it to be and not worry about it getting messy or bringing like dinosaurs back randomly running down the street, like has happened in previous paradox situations. You know, like I think they can just change reality so they don't have to, it doesn't mess up time. So if they do it now, I think they would still. Change the fact that Astro was ever in hell, but it would probably be like today. You'll see it happen right away, but it changed her entire past. Like she yeah. never went to hell. Got it. I think that's how. Yeah. Look at you with your loom knowledge. That's my that's my loom theory. That's my <laughs> illumination as it is. Mm. Uh so, while
1: Gary is trying to work his magic with Astra, we've got the rest of the legends uh, realizing, hey, we don't have a, uh, any access to the Waverider. Let's go to the safe house in London. Oh, wait, we also don't have a vehicle. Uh, so, they commandeer a bus, and as they're driving the bus there, Atropos uses one of the Rings of Fate and changes, uh, puts, like, a zombie plague on the U.K. So, the legends are uh, swarmed by uh, zombies. Yeah. Yeah. And so, basically, they're fighting them off. They split up. Constantine and Zari split off from the rest of the legends. and get a vehicle.
0: Yeah. And we have to remember that we also discover that um, Constantine, the zombies have no interest in Constantine because he doesn't have a soul. So they see him as maybe one of them and is just not interested in attacking or killing him at all.
1: Wait, no way. Because I was kind of confused on that. So it's... Constantine would still have a soul I mean well, his
0: soul is in hell essentially right isn't like there's some sort of he refer he says that I having no soul and I think it's because of the the coin because the coin is in hell and so the coin is owned by someone in hell so thus by so that's like astra actually so he doesn't have it himself so I think he's Kind of separated from the the magic zombies from because of that. I mean,
1: I guess because I was also like the coin. I mean, there's that there is almost like clockwork gears inside of it that you can uh, extend or shorten a person's lifespan. So is it also that also in addition to kind of deciding your time on the mortal plane also contains your soul?
0: I don't know. I think it's uh, there's a lot of as uh Ivan actually has brought up in the in the chat like there's when it comes to Constantine there's a lot of retconning kind of going on in this season like uh was brought up in the chat that he he can go to um hell so easily, and that's something that's kind of you know new for Constantine and I think the fact that he has a and has a damn soul the fact that the soul is damned he still has the soul but it's damned is the the coin trick so i think that's maybe why they don't care about him it's a bit it's a bit forced i think it's kind of out of nowhere but it's um it's kind of it's a neat thing to do i I think it's nice to have someone who's not who's someone the the zombies aren't interested in but i think it's because of the damsel
1: I mean, I guess, but I also like, I mean, it's all magic anyway, so whatever. But It just like- feels like
0: it is very easy. This is yeah. not a favorite episode of mine, so I'm not trying to defend this episode, but like, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, it's just like a way to do it. I think they also wanted their storyline, Zari and him, to be different because of that. And they wanted to have... And they didn't want to dress him up in guts like he would have to do in The Walking Dead in order for the zombies not to be interested in him.
1: <laughs> well, that's well, Well, uh, Constantine and Zari, they do find a truck, but they've got to hide out in a garage because they're swarmed by zombies. And Constantine says, hey, I got an idea. It's risky, but I know an old ancient Egyptian spell, which Zari doesn't care to hear the history about, but it'll stop your heart and make you seem dead uh, for at least a few minutes. And then they can walk through the zombie horde
0: and then you can yeah. ram- And so uh, she goes for it. I mean, let's get to the elephant in the room with Zari and Constantine. The real point of their story was leading up to a kiss. And so that they could be like in love. How did you feel about that? I'm I'm not for it. I got to be honest. But also, I don't know if
1: I'd necessarily say it's love. I mean, Constantine is a very sexual being.
0: Yes so, but they're, they're playing it like it's a hardcore relationship: shit.
1: yeah, but I might I could see that Zari might she is not nearly as world experienced and has been through as much as Constantine has. I feel like Constantine can hit it and quit it. Uh, he, that doesn't mean he doesn't ke- not care about Zari, but he's not going to develop that sort of romantic attachment, but I feel like Zari probably would feel more of that than he would.
0: Yeah, I guess, but I feel like they're not playing that. I feel like they're playing, they're playing it as like they're falling for one another, and I think it's just to kind of mess up the the Nate Zari ship because she's a different person, so maybe she would be attracted to different people. But I just don't. I don't know if I like it. It's it doesn't seem like people in the uh, in the chatter like it either. We have MVP Life Twenty Two saying Nate and Zari are endgame. So
1: <laughs> um, I mean, do you think they actually just only made out or they go all the way when they're at the safe house?
0: Oh, I think they surely went all the way, yeah, I'm sure they did, yeah, I think that was uh, that was pretty clear. I also like how when they do come back from that in the safe house, Charlie's the only one that really picks up on it. Charlie is like. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know what happened. And Nate's <laughs> like, hey, what were you guys doing? Anyways, he was like, I don't want Nate to find out. It's going to break his heart. Oh, hey, I, Nate. I know. I,
1: I, although I feel like Nate, since Zari went in and saw the old timeline version of that of Zari, I feel like I've not really, not that the writers have given us many scenes of them together, but I've not felt that sort of like Nate going, oh, yeah, we got we to gotta get together.
0: Nate has such a weird curse on him with the loves of his life where he ends up he ends up falling madly in love with someone and then they and then they go away but a version of them stays and he has to live with a version of them. <laughs> That's true. That happens all the time. It happened with you know with Vixen and then turned into churn early and then it happened with like with Zary and new Zari I feel I just don't want it to happen to him again it's almost the exact same thing like I'm okay with him moving on but I just I feel like it's the same things <laughs> in the same situation <laughs> I want him to get the girl for a little while at least that's uh. true
1: uh yeah so um they do make it to the safe house and Sarah early in the episode had a vision and she does. One of the things that uh, Legends and pretty much all the Berlantiverse shows I excel at is that when somebody has something that they don't want to tell somebody else, even though they probably should, they just keep it to themselves until like all the way to like a, a critical point in the episode. Oh, and but do you what
0: think, are you still talking about what Sarah is doing?
1: Sarah and Ava, yeah.
0: I don't know, man. If you see, this is what I got from Sarah. One, I knew she was hiding something from the very beginning. But yes. also, I the fact that she said, the only way this is going to succeed is in my death. The only way this works out is my death. And that's what I got the sense of, at least. Is like She knew it, this isn't a death she could prevent, because it seemed like it was the only way things would work out. True, so.
1: but I, she also didn't know, because her vision stops after at, at the time of her death. So she, has, she is only assuming that Ava and the team could make it and continue on. She has no right. idea if that actually happens. And, of course, the end of the episode pays that out, where Charlie makes it back, but the rest of the legends don't. So I don't know. In that case, why would Sarah keep that to herself and say, guys, I've already seen this. I know I die. I can't guarantee that you guys even make, the, make it. We should think of something else.
0: Let's see. Yeah. Well, because then they wouldn't go there. True. Of course, but I think what they should have done, if we're doing backseat writing, there's a lot of beef in this episode. Let's just say that, right? That's now. right. But I think if we're doing some backseat writing on this one, I think it would be she should have seen that that someone was able to go through the portal. Like she should have had a rough able to see that they were able to win the day somehow with her death. Yeah. But I think the fact that she, but then she would have to see everyone die because everyone dies. And then she wouldn't want to do it at all. So it, it would have to be like, I don't know, she would have to pull a Doctor Strange. She would have to pull like a, there's one way this will work, and this is the only way that this will work. You know? Yeah. So speaking of Endgame, that's, you know.
1: Yeah, very nice. Yeah. yeah. Where, I mean, when we get to see last episode, where Zarya's asking Sarah to touch her to find out if, Details are in a book that you know, so she doesn't have to read it. And they play it off as just kind of a bit, which was a fun bit where it's like, "Yeah, let me just read your future." Nope, you don't find anything in there. You can move on from that book. That was great. So in that sense, why isn't Sarah like as they're coming up with plans, constantly touching everybody, going, "Nope, that's not going to work." Nope, that's not going to work. that's fine this
0: plan, this plan. But yes, I mean, yeah, yeah, you're right. That would have been a much better. (laughs) That would have been a much better script where they're like, "This works. This works. Okay. Yeah, this is the one that works." This is the one that works, and then we find out later the only one that works is the one that involves her dying, yes.
1: I would have been, I would have been down with that.
0: Yeah, that would have been good, but you know, <laughs>
1: <Here> <laughs> we, we didn't go. write it. We're just in the back seat, just driving away. <laughs> Woo, here we go. Uh, so, uh, so the zombie horde attacks everybody. uh the The courier ends up getting recharged after Sarah dies, just like she predicted. Uh, Ava gives the, uh, the courier to Charlie, says, Get to the Wave Rider, stop your sisters, save the day. And as she runs to the portal, we see all the other legends fall, and Charlie makes it back to the Wave Rider. Conveniently enough, in the lab where Gary is, and then Gary tells her that, Oh, wait, Aster was gonna help me. She changed her mind. The fates killed her. Here are the rings. Oh, now I'm dead. Fates killed me. And so now we're left alone with the two fates and Charlie and the rings, and she's all I'm not running anymore. Let's get to work. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, well, I think the idea is, I think people in the chat are wondering, Billy Jean girl in the chat says, did Charlie betray everyone? Because I got the vibe from the ending of this episode. I think we're meant to kind of have that sting of like, "Oop! Charlie betrayed everyone but i think really what charlie is doing is she realizes the only way to save everyone is to try and work with the sisters to remake to remake the world with her friends in it so i think that's what the plan is is to somehow like change everything and i think what we're going to be seeing i didn't see the next week on but i get the sense it's going to be a very silly one and i'm excited about it
1: yeah It'll be interesting because it takes three sisters to do this. Charlie wants one thing. The two other sisters want something else. So how does she bring them alive kind of under their nose, so to speak? And still, yeah, while she's pretending to play along with them.
0: Yeah. So I think that's what I'm hoping next week is going to be a, we see it from the perspective of the legends as they slowly come back by being in weird TV episodes. It's going to be a crazy episode. It's going to be silly. And it's probably going to be my favorite type of legends episode. Yeah, where it doesn't really make sense but they just kind of have fun with it so I'm excited for next week and then the the season finale is just going to be them tying all the strings together and, and getting this done with I mean I think that's what it's going to have a feeling of I don't think it's going to be I don't think it's going to be as good of a season finale as usual but next week's is what I'm really excited about so we'll see
1: Yeah, it's I don't know. I mean, I feel like this is definitely by far better than season one for me, Yeah, but it still doesn't seem as well thought out and as rich as seasons two, three, and four.
0: Yeah, I mean, my favorite season was definitely the Legion of Doom season. I think that's when they were at their strongest as far as like, as far as general story goes. But last season was even pretty great with silly episodes they've gotten sillier like the, the ones the episodes i enjoy are kind of this season last season or are, are the ones that go fully all out so,
1: they made a theme park i mean we had a crazy issues with last season where they made a theme park everybody they built a theme park
0: they made a theme park <laughs> i mean i'd rather that be the weirdness of the of the whole season like it's leading up to a crazy theme park like i wanted to get <laughs> I want it to be like the uh, bizarro comic books, you know, it's where it gets totally crazy. Doesn't make any sense. And then wraps up in a crazy doesn't make any sense way. That'd be great.
1: I mean, I will say, I mean, I did feel the, 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 the show writers did a great thing in making me feel at the end where everybody does gather around Nate and they sing and his dad's up there hanging up with him in the rafters and he pushes them back to the mortal plane. I mean, that was well done, you know? I mean, it sucked me in. I felt something. I don't think I'm going to get that same sort of feeling on this season finale.
0: No, no. But you did have this season a great dad episode. You did have that great, like, the great dad episode with Dark, where he was able to have a nice moment with his daughter. So... I think it's a give and take. Sometimes you, I think, I don't think the season's about the whole story overall. I think it's about those individual episodes along the way that are really
1: strong. I I mean, I think the thing is with Legends, it seems like their strongest seasons have been when the villains, they already come preloaded with all this backstory that you've seen if you watch any of the other. When they try to develop their own villain within it, I think it suffers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know what would be not, Well, I haven't seen Supergirl in a while, but is is mix is mix Is Mister Mix? Is he like still a character? He is. Uh, Tom Lennon's playing him there. Oh really? Oh yeah. man, I gotta go and watch Supergirl now. That's perfect. <laughs> I didn't like when he was like sexy, sexy yes. Mister Mixy, no. but but Tom Lennon. That's like that's right where it should be. Yes. He should be like he should become a legends villain at some point. There should be he's perfect. Like that weirdness is like, mmm. <laughs> but you know, we'll see.
1: Well, uh, you know, usually we do the hottest segment on the internet. Where's the beef? I feel like Dave and I broke down our beefs because my biggest beef was about Sarah's
0: uh secrecy. So yeah, it's a pretty beefy episode as far as, as as I go. Also, I think I feel like they kind of wasted the um, immortality. That's my biggest beef: is the immortality gift that the whole point of last episode was, and then we get to have it, and we really only use it for one joke with Ava, yes. where Ava gets killed, and they think that they're super zombies because of it. That's the only way we use the immortality, and jumping from the car. I guess there was also that fun stuff. But I think they could have had like such a fun episode where they're dying left and right, where they're just being killed or maimed in different funny and weird cool. ways throughout the whole episode. And they didn't really use it. Uh,
1: the one thing that we do get to see in terms of relationship dynamics, other than with Zari and Constantine, is we do get to see a moment where Sarah and Ava have that thing where now they're going to be co-captains. Uh, which I think in terms of the relationship and the structure of the show, I think is is a good call. Cause I think it's weird to have a relationship when one other person is also supposed to be the leader. The idea yeah. that, Hey, no, no, we're both, we're going to be co-leaders and we're together. I think that was a, a nice shift.
0: Yeah. And I, I actually think they've been really good with the Sarah and Ava relationship. I'm glad they haven't figured out ways to have their relationships have problems left yes. and right. Well, they've like, had they've, many
1: of those. And so I'm glad that they've,
0: Dial that back. Let's right. see. But we even were. when they did it, they usually resolved it in the episode, and I thought that was fine. As long as it's not like a, you know, we were on a break, Ross Rachel situation. <laughs> uh, we I'm were, were on a break. We were. Oh, on a... in the in the chat, by the way, they did bring up the fact that Nate's been stealing up a lot more, which is kind of nice. <laughs> He's been <laughs> using his powers more.
1: <laughs> Kudos to them because there was one scene there where the zombies are biting on his arm. Loved it. Because he stealed up. It's not going to work. It's like, that's the right. perfect thing you want in a zombie apocalypse.
0: Yeah, it's a great power to have in a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. It'll be great. Uh, also in the chat, I just want to bring up some of the stuff that's happened in the chat during this. People have been asking, because it is very confusing, about how they made it to England in the first place. And so I want to make sure people realize, it was very easy to miss last episode, but they brought up the idea that there's a portal in the door that connected them to where the college was. And so in this episode, and so that Constantine's house was always in the UK. So whenever they were in Constantine's house, they were still in the UK, but when they walk through the door, that's how they portal. And so the beginning of this episode, the portal's gone. So that's why they're in the UK and not where where the uh, Waverider was by the college. So that's why... And just want to make people know that. Also, people in the chat have been asking. This brings up a good point. What happened to the theme park? It just—it was a big build, and then it's just gone. Is the theme park still going on? What's been happening with the theme park? Uh, Hank
1: World's going strong, man. You know it. You know it.
0: It would be great if this questions. last episode has just is all takes place in Hank World again.
1: So. <laughs> we see Tom Wilson's big ghost head looking down on everybody. <laughs> mm. uh so before we wrap up I, in terms of uh there, we do have a little bit of uh uh news about next season and it's a little spoilery so don't want to have anything It's gonna go in cold to next season keep out now but we're gonna break down a little bit of it uh next season's gonna take place in space 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 Whoa. space Somebody is going to be kidnapped by an alien species, and it's up to the legends to go get this person. So, uh, looks like we're going to be adding, we don't know, no, we don't know who yet. So, some member of the team is going to be captured. Who knows who's going to be yet?
0: I got a prediction about that.
1: Nice, it's not going to be Sarah Avery because I think they're all going to work on them being co captains. But, but we do know Constantine's going to be back, Rory's going to be back, uh, Nate Zari, and spoiler, Barad.
0: Whoa! That is a big spoiler. So, yes, I hope he left the room, <laughs>
1: <laughs> which is nice because I mean we both said how much we enjoyed that, having that character in the show. So yeah. it'll be cool to see the two of them having to work together now. I'm, I'm like, yeah, forward.
0: yeah. And then it's going to be a big. That whole season's going to be: Will Nate and Zari get together? That's what they're leading to. They're John Constantine's just just getting in the way of that love. That's what they're building up so that they can have that whole season worth of will they won't pay so we'll see
1: well i mean i i'd rather have it extended to next season than try to wrap it up this season
0: i don't need well, that's to true that's to a good point i bet he's gonna find out maybe next episode
1: oh of course nothing happens without the legends finding out with it, about it within an episode or so yeah uh, <laughs> uh all right so you said you had a prediction on who you thought gets kidnapped and goes into space what do you think
0: well, I, I just kind of assume it's going to be Nate or, or I'm sorry, uh, Ava or Sarah. That's what I assume. Just Got because it. splitting them up would be like the worst thing and the reason why the legends would want to go and save someone from space. It's a little predictable, but uh, it feels like it would be maybe, I would have it be Sarah to be honest. So Ava's uh, with the rest of the legends kind of trying to lead them on her own but maybe they wouldn't want that maybe they would want sarah with the legend so we'll see
1: It'd be Interesting, because uh basically they to help them they must recruit a new legend a woman who was abducted by aliens when she was a child and supposedly was imbued with powers that will help the team defeat their intergalactic foes.
0: either Ooh. that or she's just crazy Oh. Any idea who that is and if it's an actual comic book character that will be? I'm trying to think of somebody that
1: kind of got their powers from an alien species. I mean, if it was the Marvel Universe, I think I Captain Marvel, but that's not the case. We're DC.
0: You know Um, who I would love? And one of my favorite, like, C-level heroes that ends up not being used that much would be Dial H for Hero.
1: That... Man, that's a great pull for this show. That's the perfect that character amazing? you want for it.
0: Yeah, because then that would be someone who could be several different heroes. It could be like, you'll get a whole new cast of characters that will always be there and you just play them for jokes and then have them go away. That'd oh, be great.
1: I think that's an awesome idea. Uh, the only one I could think of, and it doesn't seem like it's going to be this, but because it's not abducted, it would be the Green Lantern Corps. If they brought in, if it's a female, you have Jessica Cruz, who was one of the newer Green Lanterns that Jeff Johns created. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's an agriphobe, but she's also got the power of Green Lantern. But the Guardians of the Galaxy, they, uh, the Guardians of the Universe, they don't abduct people. They offer them the opportunity to join their ranks. So it doesn't quite track. So
0: without Who do you that, think the alien species is going to be? Is it going to be the ones that we've already met, the, dis- the Destroyers? or uh, The Dominators? dominators yeah
1: yeah i don't think it'll be them i mean it could be oh man it could be no well, could be somebody from it could be somebody from rand but they're not i mean that i'm strange but they're not bad guys Thanagarians could be them to tie back into hawkman and hawkwoman but i don't think it'll go there
0: no i don't uh, think so
1: no i mean uh we've got the kund which was another kind of uh race more see more in the legions of Superheroes. But they're also in kind of modern day DC universe as well. Uh, more has
0: anyone used, has has Supergirl used Starro yet? I feel like they would. That's a good one. I don't think so.
1: That's a, I mean, that would be a cool, a cool thing. I mean, it's up for grabs for anybody. The, a giant starfish yeah. that dropping starfishes on your face.
0: It might be a little tiny starfish on the back of your neck. That's my guess. It would be something like that. But like, so people aren't walking around with the big starfish on their face. But you know, <laughs> who knows?
1: Oh, could be uh, Kanjar Rowe. He was a uh, guy that Adam Strange fought a lot. Right. Uh, I, that could be somebody that may abduct somebody for some reason.
0: Actually, Adam Strange. Uh, the abduction as uh, from a young... I mean, it being a woman makes me think it wouldn't be Adam Strange, but it would be like a female Adam Strange or something. Could be who they get onto the team. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, this this has been a fun full geek out. This, DC Universe Geek Out. Talk. Yes!
1: Uh, folks, that's going to do it for this episode of The Legends of Tomorrow. We've got two episodes left. Two! And then, uh, and then we'll be off until the Legends come back. They're not going to be back much like all the CW programming until at least January of next year. So we'll have a, a long, healthy break before they come back.
0: Healthy. Long, healthy a- break.
1: But just know that Dave and I will uh, miss you tremendously during that time.
0: Every single night. I'll think of you and cry.
1: But, uh, you know, it doesn't have to stop there, folks, because you can like us on Facebook, give us five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thank you, everybody, for hopping in the chat. And I'm sure, Dave, have you gotten a lot of props from the chat this episode?
0: Oh, yeah. You've been getting tons of props. I don't know. Most people are talking now about what, what next week is going to be. And they brought up what Starro used in a crossover. I don't think Starro was used in a crossover, was he? I don't think so. because we had- he should be a crossover villain. I mean, that's yeah, that's the perfect thing for them is using Starro as a crossover villain, but I don't think he has been yet. Anyways, the, uh, the chat has been lively and great. It's been really nice to see you, so please join us next week for the chat. if you can. Oh, to make it even more livelier.: Yes. Hmm. Uh,
1: but if you want to stay in touch with Dave Child, give him more oh. accolades even at, throughout the week until we
0: meet again next Wednesday. Dave Child, yes. Wednesday. Gonna... Oh, you could find me at Mr. Dave Child on the Twitters and the Instagram, or just go 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 on over to DaveChild.com. See what I got there. See all that love I got there. Just send me, give me a little hello. Be nice. <laughs> uh,
1: follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie. Folks, that's going to do it for this episode of the Legends of Tomorrow After Show. But we'll be back here next Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Pacific time for an all-new episode right here on AfterBuzz TV.
0: Speed Stay off. healthy.
1: Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV.